0: The top teams drop points and the champions climb their way up into second. George fails at tipping but succeeds at being pretty cute and Branson and I disagree on what makes a good save. Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 9 of the Semi-Pro Potty. G'day ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 9 of the semi Pro Potty, it's two weeks in a row with G'day, very happy with it. William Chambers, your host, uh, ecstatic this week to be here, joined as always by Branson Gibson on my right, how are you this week mate? Oh,
1: I'm very well mate, how are you doing?
0: Good, that was a weird intro.
1: From me or from you? From me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I thought you are going to say from me. I'm like, geez, throwing me under the bus earlier. Yeah, you've, you've said three things <laughs> and I've already sledged you. Which actually, wouldn't I? You know, a bit of banter. Love yeah, it. Yeah,
0: excellent. Um, A lot of football to get through this week, obviously. Ooh, yeah. But, as always, we do it every week. It's probably going to be the one that we keep doing until I think we're both realising yeah. we're starting to run out of kids. Yeah, no, <laughs> we'll never run out <laughs> yeah. This is the perfect excuse to buy
1: more kits yeah you know? I just tell my girlfriend like babe I've got to spend up on kits it's all for the potty you know she'll understand
0: all maybe. for the potty
1: maybe yes. <laughs> <laughs> Something...
0: yeah oh, can God. we get that as a hashtag yeah, so all for the potty putty. t-shirts yeah, done it's quite good maybe we can find out what all for the potty is in Latin and put that around oh, our logo oh yeah.
1: that's very cool
0: <laughs> it's very good. Cool. I don't think um... I don't think podcasts were around in the pre-Roman uh, <laughs> so era so but... <laughs> so
1: Latin Latin potty yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: no, 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 great cool yeah that'll do um, Pudais. Um, yeah. Anyway, look, let's just jump into a kit bag segment. Branson, what have you got on this week? Well, I'm wearing a Melbourne City kit this yeah. week. Uh, Old faithful.
1: Yes, I am a Melbourne City fan. You know, previous episodes, past couple, showing them, you know, not as much love as I sometimes feel, you know, sort of had a bit of a yep. crack at them. But they're still my favourite A-League team. So I'm wearing, oh, jeez, I don't know what year it is, uh, the all-white kit with the blue sleeves. Yeah. So sort of the Cahill kit.
0: The Cahill era, it was. Yes, the Cahill yes, era. He,
1: yes, it was. yes, so uh, quite a nice kit, don't mind it. I did like when City had the predominantly white look. Mm. Underutilized in the A League, in my opinion. But well, yes. I
0: think we hit that problem where in the first decade of the A League, they had the sort of like um, the stock standard kit agreement with Reebok, mm. and so like everyone yeah. had the white away kit. And I think like the second clubs got out of that sort of thing. They yeah. kind of shifted to being like we can a bit be a bit more creative with yeah. our yeah. kits. But well, yeah, you I
1: know, I, I do go for form, and they have the all white mm. home kits, so it's a good look for me. But mm. we're talking about good looks, mate.
0: we're, so we're talking about.
1: Let's, Good looks, aren't Yeah, we? we are. Let's go to you. What are you wearing? I... No surprises here if you follow us on social media, but tell me about I, it. I,
0: and I'm welling up as I say this, tearing up a bit. Good. I'm wearing my brand spanking new Matilda's World Cup jersey 2019. It came in the mail today. The postman was mildly mortified by my reaction as I, I ran say. towards him <laughs> with say. a coffee in hand.
1: With uh, within how long of him delivering it had you uh,
0: put it on? How long did it take? Mm, matter of seconds. <laughs> um, so thanks uh, first and foremost to uh, whoever packaged it for not making it difficult to open. Excellent. I literally ripped into it. Look, and I'm, who's on the back? I've got Sam Kerr. Now can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. I can't go wrong. I, She's and so good. I immediately regretted not Didn't getting. Really? El- yeah, I, yeah, I regretted what? not getting Ellie Carpenter. I like oh, absolutely love Ellie Carpenter. I think she's like going to be an absolute world class defender. She's just got everything in her locker. Yeah, that's a good term to to sort of works use. well. Yeah, sport. Um, <laughs> she's got everything in her locker to be a really good defender. And yeah. I purchased it mainly because I never got a Tim Cahill Socceroos kit. And I was like, Tim Cahill was our best soccero mm-hmm. and Sam Kerr is our best Matilda, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to get a Sam Kerr kit, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of... No, I, I like it. I think it's good.
1: I think Kerr, good yeah. option, can't go wrong.
0: Yeah. Excellent choice, and it looks great. Everyone's spoken about it. It genuinely, in person, is one of the best kits I own. I am chuffed to bits with it. I'm sure they'll be releasing other ones, so if you see them up for sale, go get one. You will not regret it. Cracking kit. My favourite kit bag segment so far. Yep, I'm just over the moon.
1: Fantastic.
0: Moving on, mate.
1: There were some uh, some big results this weekend.
0: Yeah, not necessarily As... big games, like what? in terms of like overshadowing from last week, but some big results.
1: Yeah, some upsets, yeah. and there gen- yeah, some upsets, and then just some generally big wins.
0: Yeah, there were. So first game,
1: the big one, OG Melbourne Derby. Yep. Melbourne Knights, South Melbourne. Yeah. Tell me
0: about Yeah, wow. So this one was... Um, look, I, I don't want to say it didn't live up to expectations purely because I think I probably built it up a bit too much in my mind, but mm. it was different to expectations. It was still a very good game of football, very entertaining to watch, um, but it wasn't... I don't know what I'd built up in my mind, but it wasn't this. But not to discredit it as a game. Anyway, we'll jump into it. Well, it wasn't a goal fest. No, it so, wasn't.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, you can have good games that, aren't, that don't necessarily have a lot of
0: goals. I but don't know why I expected the goal fest. Maybe it was because of last week's ridiculous sort of, um, the number of goals that were scored last week. Maybe right. I expected a, a goal fest, but, mm-hmm. but you know, it wasn't. Look, anyway, it was a really nice Friday night of football. The weather was actually pretty good, warm and a bit windy, and um, you know, obviously yeah, we were talking about last week, Melbourne Knights put a lot of um, social and print around this to really sort of draw a good crowd, and I think we got a couple of tweets out on Friday night to sort of say that the crowd looked a lot better than the one that was on in the A-League yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, down th- at Amy Park.
1: <laughs> and I, think, I think the official crowd number was about 2,400-ish. Yeah. So that's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's that's pretty decent. Yeah, City got like five. Yeah. So that's boy. not much better. That's disgusting.
0: Anyway, uh, moving on to the game. Look, it was a pretty dull first half hour. Um, there was a good shot by Albano thirty minutes in. That was probably the, the best early chance, and that sort of kind of like jolted the game into a little bit of, little bit of action. Um, so that sort of shot from Albano was followed up immediately by a great save at the near post by Chakaron um, to deny Crusaratus from South Melbourne. Um, and then there was a goal line clearance up the other end. Jake Marshall did the thing we all love seeing, which is a ball going over the goal line. Stick your bloody hoof out at it and keep it out.
1: Yeah, good. Why
0: have goalkeepers when Bear you have day goal- day day. defenders? Yeah. Well, I'll, bet, I'll
1: tell you what. A few teams are probably wondering why they have goalkeepers after this week. But yeah, yes. keep
0: going. Um, so that kept the knights, um, the knights at bay. Um, and then the last chance of so the half fell to. I think it's Gurich. Um, for the Knights, uh, it was a sort of a, a cross that came in. I think it came in off a corner, actually. It came in off a corner, and one of those glancing headers that you get on, it, maybe just not enough. Um, but, you know, it was mm-hmm. sort of one of those... It was, it was the first half of chances, but it, it, second half, it definitely opened up. Um, look, I don't think anyone really deserved the lead at that stage. It was still a little bit to and froing. Both teams had yeah. their chances. Yep. Um, what I did notice, though, was that the Knights persisted with this high line, um, in defence, and I think it worked pretty well for most of the game. Like, it's a weird one where um, if the high line works, you praise it. If it doesn't work, like, you know, if it lets in one goal, you immediately tear it to shreds. So, I think it actually worked quite well over the course of the game. But they kept this high line, um, and that was ultimately their undoing. There was a very tight onside call for it, um, but Minopolis was surging into the box, um, fed a deft little pass through to Brad Norton, the captain. For South Melbourne, who slotted at home, um, so that was pretty much the goal that changed it. Uh, that was the, sorry, the goal, decide. yeah. Yeah, the well, goal that decided. Well, it changed it. It changed. Still fits. It does. Um, good celebration as well after. Yeah, always love a good run into the crowd celebration in with the away fans. Yeah, so exactly. good. um So I need to see more of that. Um, after that it was a bit end to end. You know, South Melbourne. Uh, they had a hit they hit the crossbar Knights had a shot just go wide South Melbourne had the sort of last shot of the game deep into time that was just pulled wide um, but ultimately South Melbourne a goal to the good uh, like a balance of play uh, it, it probably was a draw it was probably a draw game there were chances created by both sides but you know South Melbourne did their thing They they put the they kind of probably put their best chance away. Yep. Um, Deserved three points. and that, Good win for them. Yeah, really good win. So, I mean, if you had played this game last week, you would have 100% put money on nights to just run away with it. Um, but, you know, that that little thing that happens in football, you change of change of sort of manager, breath of fresh air through the club rooms. Yeah, um, new manager bounce. Yeah, este- Esteban Quintus, I believe it is. Love it. Um, he... Is in as caretaker manager for the rest of the season. Really good opportunity for him to just go caretaker manager, make it your own, and then get the contract.
1: One word of caution from me, though, Mm -hmm. and we've been relegated, so I'm now very bitter. Claudio Ranieri did win his first game after taking over Fulham, and it went. All downhill from there. Yeah. So for South Melbourne, they won the first game. Still a long way to go, yeah. but excellent result.
0: And I think the main takeaway from that is that South Melbourne, I have no problem with um, them going with this because they've ultimately got way better players than Fulham. Oh, <laughs> did that? Wow. Yeah, I did not know
1: where you were going with that. <laughs> and and br- brutal. Yeah. So Ouch. you guys can't see it, but I had Ouch. my
0: I had my serious analytical face oh. on them as I delivered that barb to Branson's freshly oh. relegated heart. That,
1: oh. <laughs> I'm
0: going gonna, I'm gonna to cry
1: for about five minutes. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get to sleep tonight. You're going to horn me. Yeah, okay, well, sadly, the Knights. Sadly, yeah. the Knights
0: yeah. Two um, losses in
1: a row for them, all.
0: Yeah. And and kind of like I call them big games. Um, You know, oh, I mean, yeah. Avondale last week, that was a big game. Yeah, and then 100%. South Melbourne this the week, derby. it was a big one as well because new managers and everything. So, um, you know, Melbourne Knights, uh, we said it sort of in the intro, you know, the, the big teams are losing. And Knights were the first scout to really fall down for that one. But. I mean, look, it's sort of not the only big team that dropped points over the weekend, so it's not so bad in relation. Hume City won, Avondale won. Branson, you took a look at this one. Take us through it.
1: Well, Avondale's perfect run, gone. Yeah. First time they've failed to win this season, held to a one-all draw away at Hume City. Uh, really interesting game, this one. I mean, both sides had lots of chances. It was actually really open. Avonale um, seemed keen to control possession and sort of uh, maintain the ball and really attack at speed. So, mm-hmm. like, uh, down the wings, you know, Zinni, Sakaya, Valentini, they really look to utilise, you know, balls in behind Hume's back line. It's what they've done all season They've looked really good doing it. They've looked threatening again. Uh, Hume looked really well prepared. They sort of seemed to know that was going to happen. And then they were sort of happy for Aminale to have most of the ball. And Hume then looked really dangerous on the counter-attack. You know, they looked really threatening. When they did get possession, they would break quickly. Aminale looked a little bit suspect, I thought. But, I mean, in the first half, uh, they ended up going ahead. Liam Boland put the Avengers... gave the Avengers the lead, sorry, with a first-half penalty. Uh, Chris Oldfield, the Avondale keeper, they made quite a few big saves to preserve the lead. A couple of great reaction saves uh, from a volley and from a header to to keep Avondale in the lead going into the half. Uh, Hume City came out firing in the second half. Again, really put the pressure on Avondale and ultimately... I reckon it was this pressure that led led to the equalising goal. It really sort of forced the mistake. Uh, there was a free kick in the middle of the park. Hume City took it quickly, played like a through ball towards the goal. Avondale seemed to be in good shape. Chris Oldfield, when the ball was came, sorry, when the ball was played, he sort of came out off his line to come and claim it. Uh, Avondale defender Scott Hilliard seemed like he was in a good position to be able to to be able to clear it and you know save the danger, but. Right as he was about to, he slipped, so all he right. slips uh, Oldfield's running out there, he slips, knocks it away from Oldfield, knocks it into the path of uh, Theo Mark Ellis, who then has the entire goal, one all.
0: It's one of those ones where you last year when they're not doing live streams of it, you kind of go, oh, thank God nobody's seeing yeah, it. But people yeah. are now seeing this and sort I mean, of stuff.
1: I, I don't want to say it was a howler. Everyone, no, no, it was unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, they probably could have communicated a little bit better. Like, Oldfield mm-hmm. probably could have said, I got it and then Hilliard would have got out of the way. Or Hilliard could have said, no, I'm going to clear it, it and Oldfield the, wouldn't have been It was sort of on the out.
0: edge of the box, though, wasn't yeah. it? So probably one where you're like, mm, should the goalkeeper come for it? Because ultimately you can't use his hands in that zone. So... Um, you know, at what point do you just like get the defender to use his hoof? But yeah, it was it was a bit a bit of bad communication, bit of unlucky yep. sort of slip and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, after that though, both sides had some pretty outstanding chances to mm-hmm. so go ahead. Oldfield made a great save. Uh, midway through or early on sorry in the second half there was a little back finish sort of looked like it took him by surprise touch, yeah yeah and I thought it was a superb save getting down low to his right full extension back heels are always sort of tricky because I imagine as a goalkeeper like you, you wouldn't be fully expecting it like no. I don't know it doesn't look like he's lining up for a strike it looks like the ball's sort of gone past him so I thought that was a great save um kept Avondale's streak of not ever trailing so far this season mm. alive, which was really good. Uh, Hume then, though, sort of shot themselves in the foot, went down to 10 men late. Uh, Avondale, from there, really stepped it up to get a winner. Boland had a chance of his own, as well as Sakaya, who had the best chance of the game to yeah, steal three points that, yeah. right at the end, in space, corner of the six-yard box, and... I don't, he, he just didn't hit the target Which
0: is so weird Because he's been so Not, not prolific at scoring But, but just skillful. there and thereabouts yeah. oh. Like he has been Absolutely amongst it In that sort of penalty area He's looked at home Since yep. day one
1: Yeah, And for such um, a skillful play you, you would have thought like So yeah. he sort of went For the finesse shot mm. uh, curl it in Very close I mean Don't know how it didn't go in I mean he, he simply Just didn't hit the target But you know Just not Not great. I mean, Avondale, in the end, won all draw. I mean, they'll feel like they could have won it with some of their chances, but Mm. at the same time, I thought they easily could have conceded more. Chris Oldfield was my vote for player of the game. He made some excellent saves, really helped preserve them. They did look a little bit more shaky. Uh, But the other thing as well is despite only managing a draw, Avondale did end up increasing their lead uh, on top of the table. Melbourne Knights lost And another team Up top We'll talk about them later But yeah. they lost as well So Overall Away from home Probably not The worst well, absolutely, Result
0: was, Yeah one of the things but, that I really took out of this Was like you said The goalkeeping You know Oldfield and goal Really did keep that scoreline line oh, A lot nicer 100%. Than it could have been And You know We were sort of talking about it Where that, that sort of Back heel save That he makes mm-hmm. Like we were sort of originally talking about that as, like, a, a massive save. Like, yeah. one of the better saves that we'll see this season. Yeah. And it's one of those really good reactionary saves. Yeah. Um And it's just like, I just... We're seeing a lot of that from him. Yeah. You know, it's that, that instinctive goalkeeping he's so good at.
1: Yep, yeah. And I thought it was really good because it was a reaction save, but then he also had to get low and it was at full mm. extension as well. So it's not just Rat reacting and it was sort of close to him. It was that reaction yeah. combined with... Good goalkeeping ability.
0: Yeah, but if it was going to be goal, if it was going to be save of the round or season for mine, he has to put it wide. He's in a very central part of the goal. I know mm-hmm. it's very hard, but like he gets a hand to it. That's a bloody good achievement as it is. Yeah. but he just kind of puts it out to the six yard box. The number of times you see yeah. someone just running into the back post, just yeah. to sort of slot And that
1: that's in. where, the, and that's where his defenders help him out.
0: But yes, um, and, and look, Avondale. Uh, like uh, what I liked about this one as well was Hume City did their homework.
1: Yeah, Hume and, C- they really, and they really took it to Avondale. In the second half, Hume City looked, they had some great chances to go ahead. They looked really good. Avondale yeah. looked a little bit suspect, but I, like you said, I think that came down to Hume yeah. being prepared and, and knowing what Avondale were going to do and exploiting that. And
0: at the loved, same time, yeah. taking it to them, playing their own game. Avondale loved the ball. They loved Love to it. Have the ball Froth and the they got absolute pace out wide. Yep. Um, and also quality in the middle and good yep. defenders and a good goalkeeper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty solid. Anyway, of that. you know, that, that, that midfield sort of getting it out wide and getting it in behind, like you said, is a really big part of their play. And for Hume to go, we're not going to be able to beat them at that. Let's let them do that, and then we know we're dangerous on the counter. And yep. that's where the lion's share of their chances came. From. Yep, definitely. Um, so look, really, and really impressive point um, to get from Hume City there. Yep, great result. Yeah, love it.
1: Next game, Will. Heidelberg. Kingston City. Heidelberg, Take it away. Yeah,
0: Heidelberg were the big winners Ooh, from this week. Yes. Um so they're turning into the form uh, form team in the company. I know that Avondale technically still haven't like trailed <laughs> well, the season. Under, and
1: they're freedom, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um but Heidelberg are really starting to build up ahead of steam. Um look, this one was uh, look it was an opening goal um, from Ellis for Heidelberg. Um, Then Daniel Bennett responds with a scream of the Kingston City. It was a good twenty yarder, sort of surging run with it. David the Beans, yeah, all love it. Get in, son. Yeah, um, he tightened his laces that morning. (laughs) Um, and uh, then, uh, <laughs> he told his teammates, he's like, boys, I'm going to score a banger. Yeah.
1: I've got to do my shoe up extra tight, yeah. otherwise it will fly off.
0: Yeah, probably steel laces. He might <laughs> he might have said that. He might not have. I think steel laces are illegal as well. We're getting ridiculous. Anyway, um, so look, we're going to the break. 1-1. Um... I quite like the... uh, So there was a very... i described it as a dirty own goal. So there's a dirty own goal in the second half from Luke Biles uh, that gave Kingston a shock lead. And one of the things that I loved most about this was that you can clearly hear a fan reaction over the field mics, and it's just a really good comical (laughs) laugh. Yeah. Because it's like... It's a pretty unfortunate own goal to put in the back of the net, and his laugh just makes like you as a defender if you hear that laugh you want to bury yourself yep so uh, watch the highlights so you can I think it's on the highlights it may only be on the game package but look up the um the goal that puts Kingston 2-1 up and have a look at that because the, the audio from that is absolutely excellent brutal Um, yeah very savage Um, look Kingston City 2-1 up away to Heidelberg you're thinking this is a bit of a, mm. a weird scoreline Yeah. Heidelberg as they've done this season they've just found a way um, they didn't look Panicked. They didn't look stressed at all. There were goals from both Cahill and Noon that put them 3-2 ahead. And, you know, sort of... It, it was until midway through the second half then that was the end of the game. You know, they, they really sort of... They put that own goal in and then the next 15 minutes they put two goals away to take the lead back and they never looked back. Um, Harry Noon, um, just his goal was obscene. He had like a... The ball's being played out of midfield into him as he's running um, towards goal. And his back heel flicked it onto himself, yeah. so he's done like a back heel assist yeah, to himself, yeah, yeah. and then just a cracking finish with it. So, a really, really good goal. Probably not goal of the round. I think there was a oh, but just quality, quality yeah. goal. Really, really quality goal. Um, uh, Heidelberg definitely deserved to win this one, and that jumped them up to second.
1: Um, yeah. Well, Heidelberg really. Stri- I feel like every week they've well for the past few weeks we've been saying Heidelberg. You know, just. Just winning, just, you know, trending upwards on the table, getting results, keeping on climbing, up to second now.
0: Yeah, and, and like, their form is just carrying them forward.
1: Yeah, and they, and they're just sort of, I, I like what you said, they're just finding a way, you know, mm-hmm. the Knights dropped some points, Bentley dropped some points... I mean, Heidelberg have done that as well, but now they're just, you know, finding a way, finding a way.
0: Yeah. And And, and up they go. I think, as you know, the term that I'm sort of starting to describe them with when I talk to friends, you know, outside of this. I have friends outside of this, by the way. Um, Yeah, I'm really proud of myself. Amazing. Um, You know, I've started to say, like, I want to go to a Heidelberg game because they look tenacious. You know, they're, yep. They're, yep. they look mentally strong and also physically strong, and so they're, they're not letting games get away from them too often, and they're really sort of starting to build it. And, you know, we shouldn't be expected. Uh, we shouldn't be surprised by this because they were, um, you know, really good last year, and they've kind of carried it on in this year. But, you know, for someone who's new to the league, I've been watching them going like, yeah, they look like they're, they're the business. Um, so, look, that was definitely a good one. Heidelberg put them up the table. Green Gully 4, Pasco Vale nil, though. Branson. This one was a bit of a drubbing.
1: It was, it was. Uh, coming into it, quite interesting, you know. Pasco Vale had been in good form. Green Gully had sort of uh, stuttered a little bit, lost to Avondale, Joe with South Melbourne. Uh, but uh, Pasco Vale's run of good form came to an end and in pretty uh, thumping style. Uh, well, a few weeks ago, you said that you wish you had a button that said, what, what was it, like Alex Salmon scores yeah, a Yeah, we just have a
0: sound pad. Yeah, a sound yeah, pad. yeah, that's yeah. it.
1: Well, if we'd had that, uh, it would have got a fair old workout uh, this week. The Englishman netted three goals for Gully. Uh, he opened the scoring midway through the first half. Uh, Nicholas Georgopoulos for Pasco Val had a great chance to equalise uh, shortly after, uh, but his shot was well saved by Jared Tyson. Yep. Ended up probably being Paco's... Uh, Best chance for the game, really. But it was uh, all gully in the second half. I mean, John Hall picked up a goal and then Salmon scored two more to complete his hat-trick. Pascoe Vale looked a little bit lifeless. Uh, Davey Van Schip just wasn't his day.
0: You yeah. know, not a lot going on there. Um, well, he was up the pointy end of the golden boot last week and uh, Alex Salmon overtook him this week, I think. Yes, well, Alex, Salmon, so... Alex Salmon's
1: now the joint top goal scorer right. with... Liam Boland they're both yeah. on 10
0: yeah I don't I know how that, I don't know how that slipped through our radar last week of mentioning you know this fixture w- was actually a really good fixture of the forwards yeah you know, David yeah, totally. yeah. You yep. know they're like, the people who I would classify as like your proper number nines yep. Yep. Um, so I don't know how that slipped through the cracks but you know obviously Alex Salmon takes home the spoils
1: yeah and I just want to point out here you know so Alex Salmon scores a hat trick the game after where you sit down and uh have a chat with him in our special episode. And now I don't want to say we're a good life charm, but, mate, we're absolutely 100% a
0: good good life life charm. charm. Yeah, 100%. Totally.
1: Has a chat with us. Hat trick straight away.
0: Boom. Yeah. Bang. I mean, and we'll get to it later on, but, I mean, if only there was another person in the league that we were going to interview at some point Yeah, well, that we could maybe test this theory out again on. Well, and I mean, shout out to any other NPL players out there. Who want to score a hat trick. Yeah,
1: if you want to score a hat trick, come (laughs) have a chat with us because 100% of the time someone's had a chat with us, scored a hat trick.
0: Yeah. Undeniable stat right there. Maybe we need to get some interviews on with Southern United.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe just
0: interview all of the players. Yep. See if we can score. what's yep. oh, 11 times 3, Branson? 33. Excellent. 33. Bang! Bang. There we go. Bang! Didn't Ninth, didn't. ninth, didn't. ninth <laughs> episode <laughs> and we finally get some mathematics Crit-mouse. right. Excellent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Green Gully, come away with the spoils there. Good result for them. Pascal, you know, sort of a bit of a reality check there, but... Yep. We'll see how it goes. Moving on. Dandenong Thunder, Port Melbourne.
0: Yeah. A couple of other sort of quick uh, fixtures throughout the round. Look, um, Port Melbourne. We said it last week. They looked good in their ridiculous, what was it, like 5-1 win or something. Yep. Um, Look, in three games, they have now netted 10 goals. It looked like goals were going to be a problem for them a couple of weeks ago. That has since subsided uh, now that they sink their teeth into their fixtures. Good one. Sharks have teeth. Yes, they do. Um, uh, so, look, they were 10th last week. This 3-0 win against Daniel Thunder brought them up to 8th. Uh, look, this game was a bit of a slow start. You know, normally it was Port Melbourne, come out of the sheds really, really firing, but this was one where they were a little bit slower. Um, but once they went a goal ahead, they never looked back. There were goals from uh, Kanagaya, Sesnick, and Ford. Um... Just It was it was pretty much a regulation win for them. Look, there were chances Oof. for Dan and Ong Thunder. There were saves. There were all those things. But look, to be honest with you, Port Melbourne, the second they got that goal ahead and they got up to speed, they looked really good.
1: And that last goal by uh, Sam Ford came right at the end. Yeah. I reckon the goalkeeper wishes he could have that back. was like, I don't know, 10 seconds to go or something. Yeah. He shot from range and he just... To his side, and he goes down to try to stop it, and it sort of bounces over his hands or yeah. under his hands, and doesn't get a lot to it, and it just goes in the back of the net. I mean, to be fair, the game was over at that point. The game was but, over, but it but. goes into the back of the net. And you're going, oh, bummer. That's all right. Didn't don't care about goal difference or anything. Yeah. You know,
0: I mean, the game's not over until the whistle in the, the P and the whistle goes. That's yep. the saying, yep. definitely. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, um, good So terrible saying aside, a um, Port Melbourne, really good Really good run of form Starting at their ladder. stride Yep, love it I'm, look, staring down the barrel Of going out to see them again Because I really liked A little we bit should. about there. So yep. if they're banging in the goals like that Why wouldn't you? i um, tantalising Branson, you had a quick look At the Dandy City Oakley Cannons fixture, 1-1 one, one.
1: Yeah, it did give this one a good watch On Friday night Battle of the bottom two. Uh, Did tip this as my game of the round last week because I thought both teams would be desperate for a win.
0: Or cards or goals or anything of the above. and
1: I'm pretty sure we got uh, none of those. No wins, no cards. I mean, two goals. Uh, But, you know, I thought they'd both be desperate for a, a win and in the end, instead, they both walk away with the result. that I mean... Doesn't really do. Sorry, doesn't really eat. Ooh, geez, doesn't really do <laughs> either team a whole lot of good. Yeah, I, I mean a one-all draw. So it was a pretty attacking game, really. I mean, Oakley seemed to dominate the first half, creating most of the chances, and they did, in my opinion. I mean, they looked the better of the two sides. Ong City was still, you know, looking a bit threatening going forward, but Oakley had the better of the chances. But I mean, story of their year so far, really. No one there to knock him in, or that they just, I think there was a couple of offsides or a side netting or a foul, and it's just like they just couldn't do it. Um, Going into the second half as well, they continue to have the strong run of play, but against the run of play, Dandenong City took the lead through a Zach Thompson strike. But again, true to form, as we saw last week against the Thunder, and as we've seen multiple times this season, yeah. City could not hold the lead. Uh, it it's was
0: just an absolute character trait. If there's this, yeah, season, I mean, uh,
1: and two times at home as well, they've yeah. had the lead in what would have been a massive win. And they've blown it. Yeah. Uh, the equaliser that they gave up this week. There was a lob through ball over the top. City keeper Alex Connell came out to claim it. Got nowhere near it. <laughs> Hamish Miller got to it first. Just a nice little
0: finish into the empty net just to tie it up. Uh, and mm. won all in the end. Mm. It's, so, it's one of those ones where you're right saying that it doesn't give either team really anything. Uh, because they're both at the same point on the table. Uh, they, they may be about the same point. Um, in, in sort of at the end of the season, but, you yeah. know, it just doesn't help anyone. It doesn't
1: really inspire no. anything. And, I mean, to be fair, with Kingston losing, Oakley actually climbed a spot. They yeah. actually climbed out of the relegation zone. Yeah. But there's still a bit of a gap between them and the rest of the point... Uh, sorry,
0: and the rest of the pack. Yeah. So Now that you've o- Melbournes and stuff have got their yeah, stuff together, they're really... Yeah, you good. know,
1: and South Melbourne get a win, so there's now a five-point gap between Oakley and Kingston, between yeah. 11th place South Melbourne. And, I mean don't get me wrong that's not a huge gap and i think it's only 6 points for city it's not huge but it's starting to creep a little bit and as soon as you get in you know multiple games behind you know it you're just always gets,
0: chasing it and it's yeah, really demoralizing to see people pull away from it just you, gets a,
1: it just gets that little bit trickier to yeah. try to to try to bring back and i reckon both sides would have really wanted to win and they
0: just didn't get one it's always easier to win with a smile than to win with a frown, Branson. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's an interesting one. <laughs> Good.
1: Yeah. Great. Yeah.
0: Cool. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, look. On that note, uh, the final game of the round was uh, Altona Magic Three Bentley oh, nil. Bit um, of a shock result, this one. Yeah. I mean, well, it wasn't. It wasn't. So, no, it was. You're right. I'm trying to justify it was, but, as it was. I mean, ben, um,
1: Bentley, we, we've always. You know Line them up As a top team So it's always A bit of a shock When they When they
0: lose And particularly To a
1: team Who you would think They would be.
0: So when I say shock Look Bentley Had a couple of injuries And a couple of players Still off on Suspensions for cards And everything So it definitely Wasn't a full strength Bentley That's why I say It was like Probably not as big Of a shock As it sort of Would look like Um But look, our Toronto Magic, 3-0, absolutely outstanding performance. Uh, Take nothing away from them. Sami Noor um, with goal of the round for mine. It was perfect technique. Yep. Ball comes in, ball's behind him. He volleys it, perfect execution. Sneaks inside the far, the the left-hand upright. Um, look, I can't think Probably think of two goalkeepers That would get to that one Eugene Galekovic And Eugene Galekovic Adelaide United <laughs> 2015 season Yep um, No, so Look, not many goalkeepers Great wow, but great finish though not It was good Really good finish And just Kind of a really cool finish Oh, totally like, he, he didn't sort of celebrate Like he Just like fluked it He yeah. was kind of like Yeah, I'm this good
1: Come And it was very me. well placed too Yeah, it was I mean, in the uh, Keeper full extension you know didn't get anywhere near it
0: yeah um, look the game well, the, the places where the goals came are kind of a good um, indication of what the game was like and so Altona Magic 3-0 the first goal was midway through the first half just after half time they score the second and oh. then 15 minutes from the end they score the third and it's just like these are the ones that just Kill you. Yeah, like, and
1: for the record, you said just after half time. And when you said just after half time, you mean literally just after half yeah, time. Like, I think it was 16 seconds. Uh, so I was trying to kick the ball off. It had went down and, the wheel
0: and it was just in. And yeah. 16,
1: 16 seconds later, it's, yeah, you know. It's pretty bad. And I think the commentators said it as well, it a good one that I like, they were like, oh, well, you know, Bentley's halftime chat went out the window 16 seconds oh, yeah. in. You know, you're down 1-0 and then yeah. straight away, it was, it was a straight of, away you can concede. you yeah. know, the coach would be on the sideline going, what the bloody hell was that, boys? It, it wasn't
0: a game of, I like, I, probably not coach killers isn't the right term, but it was, it was a game of just, like, the goals came up very convenient times for the team who was leading.
1: And and I think this one was a huge deflection as well.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, very unlucky in many sense. Yeah. Um, But look, Altona Magic, that's four wins out of their last five games. So that's putting them in a really nice position now. Absolutely. You know, we were berating them very early on in the season for their bad name. You know, as much as their franchise name off the park might not be the strongest, on the park, they're really starting to back it up with some good performance. They're making the magic happen. Yeah, it does. And look, it had, you know, gold around and a bit of a goalkeeping howler as well. So, it was, oh. just, uh,
1: it was a good fixture. Yeah, well, that was it. On the third goal, I don't know what he was doing. The keeper just ran it. He thought he was Neuer, I guess. He ran out. Yeah. We
0: did see a very, lot of that this
1: week, did very, we? very, very far. <laughs> ran out a long way. <laughs> and unnecessary. So, if you haven't seen it, you know, lob through a ball over the top. It looked like the defender would have cut off the mm. magic player anyway mm. but the keeper said no I'm not having any of that I'm just going to go bananas go for a big run absolutely nowhere near it
0: yeah I, I like the amount of use of bananas that we have in this podcast that's my go to I've noticed go-to I, I absolutely noticed it and it's like um I just think we've got to work it into a segment at some point go bananas yep.
1: good um, let's do it don't know I'll how totally we do it
0: Anyway, look, while we go and deliberate what the Go Bananas segment's going to be, everyone, that's the end of part one, the the review section of the podcast. Join us very shortly for part two, where we'll jump into some of the more fun segments that we have lined up for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to part two, the segment section of episode nine of the Semi-Pro Potty. Branson... What's our first segment that we got this week, mate? Well, our
1: first segment is a new segment. First time we busted this one out.
0: Crack the can open the, on this yeah, segment. Yeah, Very have nice.
1: a slurp. So it's uh, a bit of a what-if segment. That's sort of the title, what-if. So what we should ponder, I reckon, in this segment is scenarios or things that we could think of that would make the NPL in Victoria better. Oh, yeah. So, like little things, you know, whether it might be, I don't know, improving match day
0: okay, experiences
1: yeah. or, or something. And we can, you know, we can be realistic and say, so, oh, you know, like it would be great if, I don't know, I can't think of a realistic option now. We could go realistic or we could enter the realms oh, of yeah, like
0: I'm definitely more imaginative more of, yeah, or like, you know, I don't want to get hyper creative with this, a bit um,
1: more fantasy oh, yeah. orientated. Um, situations, but, you know, so... Alright, so here's a question for you, a bit on the spot, but what do you reckon, what sort of scheme or or initiative could we introduce Mm. to the NPL that would make it a little bit better?
0: Yeah, so we're talking a lot at the moment about what that sort of, that second division of Australian football looks like and all these things, and so... You know, if we look at sort of how the A League is sort of done, maybe maybe we make the semi-professional sort of leagues of Australia a little bit more like what the A League did. Like we borrow some some stuff from them, and yeah. I, I'm not talking about Star Wars round because that yeah. was the lamest <laughs> thing of all time. Yep, came out of nowhere. Oh, that that was. that's yeah. just so sad. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I quite liked in the early days marquee signings. You know, that was quite exciting oh, yeah, yeah, having yeah. like Del Piero. But yeah, yeah. I think we obviously know that like it's. It's probably really hard to get, like, you know, Sergio Ramos here for, like, a semi-professional... but yeah. like, <laughs> Spain's got good beaches, yep. you yep. know? Like, we can't live yep. with, like, Spanish people here. So I'm wondering if we go, like... The really retired players yeah so what? and it's one round so that's it yeah so it's one round so you right. have one oh, round okay. you bring in every club so that's every club gets one yeah one retired for one week marquee for one week yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like I just reckon you would see some gold there like no I like no doubt someone has to get Didier Drogba I would absolutely love to see like a freshly retired Didier Drogba one round
1: well, at, if, it's like, a, well if, it's a, if it's only one round I mean it would be a
0: relatively easy yeah. pitch. You know, you go
1: to the club and go, hey, come to Australia for two weeks on a holiday, play one game of football, have a great time, and you know?
0: you know someone's going to get lazy and I think just ask Mark Bresciano and I'd be really happy yeah. with that. Yeah. Like, that would be... So, like, if if, I, if that happened mm-hmm. and, like, what round would it be, though? Like, it would have to be... Would it just be opening round? Ma- just a bit of a...
1: Marquee round three... So, are you
0: having a stroke, or are you no, trying marquee, to make it rhyme? Round three, marquee. That's so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think that was awful, to be honest.
0: <laughs> oh, marquee round
1: no. three? I don't know, maybe not. Look, put that in Okay, opinion. apparently not, I don't, apparently
0: not. I thought it was pretty good, but that's fine. Look, I came up with nothing, so yeah. <laughs> you've done better than me. Um, what about you, Bran? Sort of what are some things that you think could... What Some what-ifs? Some what-ifs? Well... Well, what if the
1: NPL had an (laughs) E-League? Do you reckon that would take off? I know know the A-League's got one. I think the Premier League's got one. There's a general FIFA. Yeah,
0: okay. own a a lot of e like A
1: bit of a tangent as well. What if, maybe not necessarily an an E-League, but how good would it be if the NPL teams were just in FIFA? Yeah, it'd be If sick. you could play as Avondale, Green Gully, that'd be so good.
0: Just, like, get Alex Salmon in on a oh, transfer yeah. like Bazaar.
1: 100%. Well, what is it?
0: Like, they're League <laughs> 2
1: in England's in, in FIFA. Yeah. League 3 in Germany's yeah. in. You know, obviously, they're probably a little bit better, but we're also, yeah. you know, scraping the barrels there of semi professional. So, those,
0: yeah, those of you who don't know me personally, I do actually really like eSports as a thing, so it yeah. just actually really, like, entices me. I like E-League. I think it's a really good thing and I like I'm just wondering if there's an even better thing of it kind of maybe even ties into like another one that I'm thinking of as well was like the match day experience. Mm -hmm. And it's like I think the biggest problem for football in Australia is that you've got like, you know, half the population of Australia plays FIFA weekly. Yeah, not half the population. <laughs> half the population. Yeah, yeah, probably much. Like probably. seriously, like yep. as, as much as it's a stupid statistic to pull yep. out. It's probably about. No, up. I like it. Make them. Make um, up. Yeah. Uh, what was it? A lie said a thousand times becomes the truth. Yep. Yeah. Good one, Chairman now Yeah, there we are. Um, so, <laughs> about making that match day experience a bit better. What if like. We actually had the FIFA tournaments there at the match day. Ooh, on so big you had, yeah, you had a up there, and it was like you know Melbourne Knights versus Avondale last week. Yep. And the pre-game is just them going hammer and tongs at it. Good on the on the telly, and, and that's sort of like the the curtain
1: raiser. Yeah, they, they, they used to do that at like old. Footy games as well. I think they'd have like I don't know a Carlton fan against an Essendon fan in yes. like a three lap Mario Kart race or something yeah. like that. Could great be good content.
0: Yeah, well, actually, yeah, maybe that's the thing. Or just make it really boring and just get every club to start the season playing Zelda and see who finishes first.
1: Oh, also <laughs> good. Also good. Uh, the other thing though, just you know, if all the teams were in FIFA, that'd be great for sponsorship revenue. FIFA's played around the world. You know how many eyes would be yeah. on. This Pasco Vale kit or this Him City kit with I mean we year. all know the Dan and on City Kit is the best. Oh, oh. no, but like but any <laughs> but any <laughs> kit in general and then you know, get the sponsors, get them a bit of a plug. Like Gotta be good, right?
0: Um quickly jumping off that one, yep. I've got another segment, Branson, yep and I'm calling this one Random Flag. Oh yeah, good yeah. So for those of you who don't know, R- Branson just loves a flag. I do, loves yep. a flag and loves yep. yeah Backs himself in being able to name flags. So I think throughout the rest of the sort n- of,
1: to to clarify, n- international flags, nation flags. Oh
0: yeah, uh, I didn't put that stipulation. No, on no, there. i was
1: pretty good with states as well. But you know, well, yeah, anyway, Maybe. i just trying to cover my. Yeah, okay, made cool. me real nervous here because I love them, but I don't want to. You know. Yeah. So myself up as a, as a flag expert. Aficionado. Yeah, anyway. and then the first one,
0: we go, bang, no good. Yeah, I've picked the middle of the road one. You should be fine. Okay. All right. Um, so, hang on. So, but, what are you going to do here? Yeah, so the whole thing is throughout the podcast, uh, moving forward, I am just going to at any point stop the podcast and say a country and you have to describe the flag to me.
1: Okay. So, are you going to... Tell me the country and I'm going to tell you the flag Or yes. are you going to describe the flag And then I have to guess what country it is
0: I am just going to tell you the country And you have to say what the flag is oh. But if you get stuck, I do have a cryptic clue up my sleeve Okay, good So this will this will be pretty random throughout Like, you mm-hmm. know, future podcasts So you've got no time to prepare nothing yeah, You have no I'm, idea what you're I'm genuinely sweating, my hands are sweating <laughs> I'm just making Yep, let's go Botswana
1: Botswana, piece of cake it is sky blue, white, and black in stripes. So, sky blue on the tire, on the top, small white stripe, thicker black stripe in the middle, another thin white stripe, and then sky blue down the bottom. Absolutely nailed Bang. it. Bang.
0: Bang. You were, you were sweating, Woo, man. You I really was. didn't need to.
1: And genuinely, I did not know what country we were going to go for then. So. Yeah. Um, kind, kind of matches my kit as well. Sky yeah, blue so and this white. Is, there we go. All right.
0: So, uh, the cryptic clue for this one was... City of Robots. Oh, I'm glad you didn't give me that. I <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Get it. Bots.
0: Botswana. Wana. And then what the is, city. What? Melbourne City. Okay. <laughs> because they've yeah. got oh, the blue, yeah. the white, the yeah. yeah. black.
1: Okay. Yeah. Very cryptic. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Another quick cool one. Brand. Did yep. Southern United win? Ah, uh, oh. no, they did was the fixer that we were hoping they
0: were going to get it points from. was.
1: They lost 6-1 to Senior NTC. Senior NTC being the, the second bottom side on the ladder. Mm. Lost 6-1. Yeah. A little bit disappointing. Uh, Claudia Biesman did score for Southern. And, you know, they went down 2-0 and Claudia scored, made it 2-1. Mm. But uh, Senior NTC did put another... Another four away. So, mm. Southern still chasing their first win. Um, unfortunate. Unfortunate. We did think they might. That was their chance be? for a
0: win. Um, but, you know, for it's going to be a long season from here. That I was really yeah. looking forward to that one. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I mean, they still might get a result. We're still backing them. We're still, you know, we're excited, optimistic.
0: Hopefully, yeah. they do well. Hmm. We can only pray from here. Yes. <laughs> um... Branson, another segment that we got, the the moment that we sort of take a step back and go, you know, we got into this podcast to step away from professional football for a bit, get a little bit more senior professional, and, and what are we liking about
1: it? Yes, what are we like? It's always a good segment. Get the ball rolling, mate. What did you like this week?
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, this week... Uh, my one of my favourite moments was hearing the person laugh after the Heidelberg own goal uh, for Kingston City. <laughs> um, I just yeah. I love hearing that stuff. I remember there was a great one that I heard in the A League a couple of years ago where um, I think Middleby the, the there was a pass was put in Middleby was playing at Sydney. Uh, pass was put into him. He kind of like dodgy first touch and it goes out for a throw in, mm-hmm. and he's running down the sideline and this like girl who must have been no older than eight. Just goes. Ah! You're a wanker! <laughs> and you just hear it audibly over the microphones. And I was like, this is great. Yeah, it's absolutely cut to the core of him. But, um, you know, that sort of laugh after the Heidelberg home goal really reminded me of that moment. Yep. So nice. I Good. absolutely love that one. Bran, what about yourself?
1: Well, what I like this week is how tight the competition is. Mm. So it's jam-packed in the middle. There's only three points separating 11th from 5th. So yeah, that's so, bonkers. So, Green Gully sit 5th, mm. and South Melbourne sit 11th, and there's only three points separating them. Yeah. So, in, in there you've got Altona, Hume, Port Melbourne, Pascoe Vale, and Dandenong
0: Thunder. All with their correct logos as well now, by the way. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, a <laughs> bit of a mix-up on that one. We'll get to that one in a little bit, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we've got... It's just so, so tight Mm. in there. And I mean, if we want to expand that just a little bit more, so three points between 11th and 5th, and there's only six points between 11th and 2nd.
0: It's just... So... Yeah. And we're we're now like eight rounds in. You know, we're now actually starting to see...
1: Well, we did did say that round nine was when we would really start being able to look at the ladder with a bit of... Mm. You know, with a bit with of aggressive yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And I just think, I think it's awesome. I think it's so good. I mean, you know, South Melbourne currently sit 11th, Dandenong Thunder 10th, Pascovale right. 9th, Port Melbourne 8th. Six points behind second, you know, they could very easily, they're one week away from moving into a playoff spot and, you know, two or three games within being right at the top there. I just, I just think that's awesome for the competition. Pull,
0: yeah. Pull any fan in the world aside and ask them if they'd prefer to have a close league or a runaway league and they yep. all prefer a close one. Yeah. And um, I mean, apart from Celtic supporters. <laughs> and, and, and like PSG, yeah. Oh, but I feel like PSG. They're starting to get bored of it as oh, well. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or how we not even mentioned the ridiculous not scoring opportunity in for PSG Ooh. this week? Yeah.
1: Well, we are a, more that we are a semi-professional podcast. That oh, was a man. very semi-professional moment. Oh. Cross coming in wide open net. He's on what the the goal the line. Goal the line. goal line. <laughs> like,
0: His yeah. foot is somehow over the goal line. Yeah. and the ball isn't, it's and he's. just... Just does a great job of not
1: touching. Well, he does touch it, doesn't he? He does. T- yeah, he touches he- it and, and he just sort of keeps it at his foot. It doesn't go in. If you haven't seen it, worth seeing. You're just watching, you go, Comedy what? What? Um, what was that? But yeah, that's, that's what I like. Yes. What about you, mate? Um, we've got another couple for us
0: yeah look just in the conversations I've had with people around semi professional football the product is so good and it's got a lot of capacity to grow over the, the next yeah. couple of years and mm-hmm. obviously you know we've got the work, working group clubs thing that's looking at you know what does that model look like but you know the, my brain has been absolutely flying over the last couple of weeks Of conversations I've had with people have been like what if someone set this up what if someone set up this, this thing and went to all the clubs and said hey this is how you know we should do it and you know it will mean that every club gets a match day program or you know scores and video gets set up in a much easier way for customers to consume it you know at the moment it's a little bit cumbersome. you know videos get posted to facebook but it's kind of hard to find them all in one aggregated spot and some of these things it's like the product is good the the product is really good and there's a lot of services that i think can start to be developed by supporters fans whoever else and I'm really excited by. it. I have no idea what it's going to be, but... Yeah, brand, what yeah. have you got?
1: Well, see, just touching on that, you know, the other thing that I like is just, you know, how well-rounded and how good, I reckon, the competition sort of format is. Like, it's got everything that I reckon the Australian football fan in particular wants. It's got, mm. it's, it's got the setup that the A-League should have and are trying to have. So, by that, I mean, you've got a champion. So there's obviously a title battle, you know, to finish to yep. finish first. You've then got the, the finals. finals. Yep. So you've got the top 6, so you obviously you want to finish first, mm-hmm. then you want to finish second to get, you know, uh, the buy or the second chance. Then you got your
0: promotion relegation. Yeah,
1: Well, you yep. know. Yeah, exactly. So you've got those teams battling it out for the top. If that's a runaway, you've still got teams battling it out to make the finals. If that's a runaway, yeah. you've still got relegation. So it's just like everything that you could want.
0: Is here, is, yeah, is, is and there? Like, and it's even, great. Even players from abroad as well. You know, like we've got Alex Salmon over from England. We've yep. well, got, got well, know, from, the from yep. Japan.
1: You know, there's yep. like so
0: many. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hammond, actually.
1: another Dutchman for our turner. I mean, we could. Yeah. Every team's got yeah. a great player or two, or even. And the other thing as well is, um, even getting players from interstate. You know, we get we get players from WA, from mm. South Australia, from Queensland, from Tassie, come and apply their trade in the NPL here in Victoria. And I just think, I just think it's a really good competition format. Yeah, I love it. What about you? One last
0: thing. Yeah. One last thing. Really quick one. Absolutely loved that out of all the fixtures this weekend, none of them will play to the SCG. (laughs) (laughs) We just don't like every podcast of Australian football I've heard this week. We've had to endure the same conversation we've had for years and years and years. And I'm glad that we don't have to have that conversation this week. Love it. On to the next segment. I like to call this segment a little bit more fluffy. Yeah, a bit, good. A little bit good. softer. Yep. Yep.
1: Um, let's uh, and also let's, te- technically this week you could also call it incorrect. Yes.
0: Um, but let's uh, jump into it. Yeah. Oh, mate, you're so good at this. Oh, yeah. You, Excellent. Mate. Love it. George the rabbit. How George did he go last week? Ram, let's tell him. Uh, well, he missed
1: his first effort. You? I thought he picked the right. I mean, to be like, fair. Like, so so <laughs> last week, if you haven't seen, George is.
0: A rabbit, my pet rabbit. We got the first look of George actually on our Instagram post last week, yep. so have a look at it because you'll see how fluffy and cute George is. Yep,
1: exceptionally cute. He's a New Zealand giant rabbit. He's a big fella. So we got him to, in the classic football psychic animal, predict the result way, mm. choose a winner between South Melbourne and the Melbourne Knights. George did pick the Knights and we both thought, yep, yeah, that's probably... George is on here. He's yeah, on for a know, good start. That was the thinking man's pick. And maybe that's what let him down there. Uh, maybe he's trying to be the thinking man rather than the uh, rather than the psychic rabbit. <laughs> I don't know. So we're gonna I don't know we're we're gonna give him another crack. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stick with him. I reckon this is good. So looking to get back on track, we'll have him pick the winner in the match of the round again. Uh, we'll we'll post a video, film it, put it up on social media so everyone can see. We'll also keep a table of George's results so far. Wins Do we best. just
0: make a Google spreadsheet and share it to everyone? Yeah, Google spreadsheet. <laughs> or I was
1: thinking, like, you know, we'll like a piece of paper or a whiteboard that just says George's correct results or, or George's tips correct. The one format incorrect. is malleable. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like so. We'll but we'll have that up there. So he's currently.
0: Oh, and what? Can... Okay, so, uh, again, for those of you who don't know, I work in technology. Mm-hmm. Um, can we please set up a app for the Google Home so people can ask Google what George's tip for the week was? It actually, like, it wouldn't is that be doable. Super it's, no, it's t- super doable.
1: Um, if, if you think it is, do it. I have no idea how to do it, but that'd I be wanna, awesome.
0: I, know, I was, That'd be I so, so good. To, I was about to say what the thing would be, but I realised, like... Google Home is sitting like just around the corner, so it was oh, insane. Yeah. Well, um, look, you'd uh, say, a tweet a at Google. <laughs> yeah, tweet at us if you want Siri Potty Party to develop a George Google Home app so that you can find out which NPL fixtures George has tipped this week. Yeah, uh, yeah let us know because we're so not going to do it good. if no one's going to use it. Excellent. Um,
1: so, yeah, so we'll get into pick match of the round. We'll post the video. We'll see how it goes this week.
0: Yeah. Hopefully uh, we'll we'll flag, we'll flag that match of the round in the preview section coming up. But obviously before we jump into the preview section, um we always do a little bit of shout outs because we love this. Yep. This is great, this league is great, this bloody state is great. Yep. Everything about it's great. Totally agree. Um, yeah, yeah. Shout outs. Um, Take it away. Well, look, my shout-out is so self-intelligent this week. <laughs> it is, but I will
1: also say a very good shout-out. Big moment. Yeah, good, big
0: moment. Yeah, it is Huge. big Huge. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of redoing my CV this week, and I'm wondering if I put that on my oh, achievements. I, I, <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I would just send them that. Don't even send them your resume. Just go, um, like, so,
0: What was it? What yeah, was it? So I was sitting on my porch. Uh, probably took me about 15 minutes to get a good um, picture of myself in my Matildas kit. Chucked up on Twitter, got a retweet from the Matildas, yeah. um, and by far the most amount of Twitter action I've had in a long time. Yeah. So, so just to
1: clarify, the official Matildas account retweeted your yeah. photo of you in the Matildas yeah. kit, which is awesome. That's yeah. so
0: that's so cool. Yeah, they must have been really bored or just been like look at this sad tragic human being I know that he's taken this picture on his own well, so let's oh, make his day make, a bit brighter. Well, I was pretty happy when our <laughs>
1: tweet with the attendance at the uh, South Melbourne Melbourne Knights game got like 39 likes or whatever yeah. I was like wow that's amazing and you've just gone and top dog that with oh I don't tw- think I have I, no, I reckon I have. yeah I mean, in, in the terms of Twitter reach yeah. I reckon yeah. very cool it's very pretty cool.
0: bloody easy to make this Jersey popular yeah. you know, so like you know, they've, they've done all the hard work all I had to do was sit there and take a picture so yeah. that one made me warm and fuzzy inside Branson what about you what, what's making you warm and fuzzy at the moment
1: oh well, that's a bit of a weird segue into this one <laughs> it really is it is <laughs> um, well my shout out is sort of like <laughs> sort of like, I don't know I I'll, I'll guess I'll tell him that it makes, makes me warm and fuzzy I'm sure he'll be thrilled to hear that But uh, next week, we'll have another special episode. Uh, We got great feedback and great listenership on our special episode when we interviewed Alex Salmon. So we're going to do it again. This time, we're going to be interviewing Liam Boland from Avondale, though. So we'll be sitting down with him next week, having a chat to him again about his his NPL journey. He's a, a Perth boy, so... Obviously, may made... essentially come
0: from the other side of the world, play in Victoria. Yeah, yeah, but
1: you know he's made that journey across. Yeah. He's played for a few teams in the NPL. He's the joint leading scorer in the NPL this season. May so...
0: also go on to score a hat trick the week half.
1: He on, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd enjoy What's the that.
0: Fixture? Well, do we know what the fixture is? Next um, week, for, no, the week, or the week after. Oh, give me yeah. a moment. No, this is one thing that we will put. I'll jump onto my shout out. Yeah, now, then. Yep. Um, so while you're looking that up, um, big shout out actually to my mate Branson to the right for coming over on Monday. I told him that we were going to work on the semi pro potty um, on Monday, but instead he had to sit and watch like five hours of WrestleMania <laughs> with me, a, a sport that and it's not sports sports entertainment. Yeah. Sports Entertainment Branson isn't entirely on board with.
1: Uh, no, yep.
0: But you sat there like a trooper and you, you put up with me being like, oh, this is really <laughs> entertaining.
1: <laughs> and shout out to
0: you for giving me the, like,
1: the background of all the stories and like, everything that's going on, so I had a little bit of uh, context when I was watching um, um, yeah. I, don't, I don't mind WrestleMania, you know, big event. The thing that I don't like about is obviously the scripting because like... No, it's all real, mate. What do you want about it? Well, but see, the, th- <laughs> the thing that I love about sport in general mm. is the fact that it's not scripted. So, mm. the thing that I love is you can have a fairy tale, right? But then the other thing that I really like, and it might sound very pessimistic here, pessimistic, is I like seeing dreams crushed. So, mm. like, I like the idea. So, let's say, for example, Bradford City go on a miraculous... Oh, well, no, let's use an NPL example. Let's say uh, Murray United, bottom of their division in the NPL 2 at the moment. Let's say they go on some miraculous cup run. They make the FFA Cup final. They knock off the Phoenix, uh, and they knock off, I don't know... Can
0: the Phoenix play in the FFA Cup? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm certain. So let's say they
1: knock off... (laughs) Moving on. Let's say they knock off the Mariners. Let's say they knock off, you know, I don't know, two... Top NPL teams, and then they yep. come up against
0: bloody Sydney FC or something yeah, in, in,
1: in yeah. the final. You know, great fairy tale! And if they won, that would be amazing. But then I would also like because in sport, you don't have to have that fairy tale, so they could mm. get to the final and they could get. Hammered nine 0 like they could just get
0: destroyed. Yeah, you and, are and, and really post Fulham relegation bitter on you. Yeah, mate. <laughs> well, you to be you fair, like, this beautiful moment for this club, I want to see the tears flow oh, from their no, eyes.
1: I just, I just think the, <laughs> I just think
0: the pain makes you know those
1: success stories so much better. And and because it isn't scripted, and because it yes. all can go so wrong at any stage, that's that's what I like. And I don't. That, in my opinion, you want that's, him, taint, that's tainted yeah. in wrestling. You want, but
0: your, you want your movies to be scripted, not your sport. And yeah, but even then, movies make me mad. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do we find out did we find out who, yes. um, yeah, who Avondale. Avondale have got? So, so we, they'll be playing Oakley. Oh, yeah, that's definitely a Liam Boland hat trick. Get could, out of all.
1: Could very well happen. So, we'll be sitting down with him next week. We'll release that special episode next week. We'll release it before... Our normal uh, episode. Yeah, Yeah. before our normally weekly podcast, so you can wrap your ears around that a little bit earlier. Uh, But should be good. We'll have a great chat with him, plenty of talking points, and uh, we'll see how that
0: goes. Plenty of talking points after the break as well, Branson. This is the end of the segment part. We'll jump into the preview section very shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to part three, the preview section of the Semi-Pro Potty, episode nine. Um, Branson, Friday night, what have we got? We
1: have Pasco Vale taking on the Melbourne Knights. Melbourne Knights, you know, looking to bounce back after two tough losses, and Mm -hmm. Dandenong City taking on Altona Magic. Red
0: hot form Altona Magic.
1: Absolutely, against Dandenong City, who are just ever more increasingly desperate for a win. Yeah. Saturday, what have
0: we got? One fixture on Saturday. During the day, yep. yep Oh, yes, no, sorry I read the run, read, run sheet Wrong, everyone yeah, So there's um, one on Saturday split it into Saturday? Oh, so
1: people know Saturday versus Saturday night I thought, yeah, this, well, I thought this was good everyone, for the listeners Yeah, everyone There was a Saturday
0: afternoon
1: fixture Well, let's have a Twitter poll We can have a Twitter poll f- a, a, a listener survey Would you rather your Saturday fixtures Broken up into day and night Or just all
0: together And you can figure it out yourself Yeah, let us know <laughs> uh, i well, sure they cannot wait here. Yeah Um the Last time we did a poll, it was heavily skewed as well because you voted in it. I'm yeah, not odds, a bar odds, of that. grand creates eight burner accounts. <laughs> highly likely. Anyway, um, <laughs> Saturday afternoon we got Avondale versus Daniel Thunder. Um, which, you know, Avondale back at home Yeah, looking um, to bounce back Yeah, also <laughs> Bounce back from not winning Yeah For, for the first time in eight yeah, games from, Amazing But yeah, yep, anyway yeah. Yep. can't believe how much we're sort of hyping that up <laughs> yep. Um. On the topic of hyping things up Branson will also be doing the stadium announcing on that yeah, day Yeah, yeah So if you're there for some cheap laughs You're <laughs> definitely going to get them
1: I don't think they'll necessarily be laughing with me. It might be more at me, but... Mm. Uh,
0: if the speakers work, I remember the speakers are quite dodgy last yeah, time I was yep. there, so. well, I haven't
1: I haven't really done ground announcing before, so I mean, we'll... We'll see how it goes, but I like, mean... It's just a, The dulcet tones of brand from the semi-pro potty, if that doesn't draw a crowd, I don't know what will. I
0: really want you to just do the stand and think of forgetting the microphones on, and then just... like, oh. uh, There's been a substitution, 12 is off for number 8. And blah, blah, uh, blah, 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 swear words. And, and just, just go, thank fuck, he's off the park. George, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and be... everyone hears it. For
1: the record, I have once done that at a former job, you know, said something when... A microphone was on, and that wasn't great. I did say (laughs) something incredibly bad over the Woolworths (laughs) tanner. Oh, it was not good.
0: On the topic of not good, splitting um, the fixtures into Saturday afternoon and Saturday night. Branson, what's on Saturday night? So,
1: for clear clarification, you know, these games are not on during the game. As far out, gee boys, these games are not on during the day. Night games.
0: Yeah.
1: Heidelberg taking on uh, Oakley. Nope, incorrect. Heidelberg taking on Bentley. Sorry, yes, big one. Big one at Olympic Stadium. Yeah, cracker. Second versus third, going to be huge. Heidelberg, you know, steamrolling on the way up. Bentley... Slipping a little bit, huge game, yeah. Uh, and the other one is Port Melbourne against Oakley, got there in the end, yeah. After um, a
0: confusing Saturday, of like a really good Saturday night of football, actually.
1: It is, see, good thing we split it up into day versus <laughs> night, right? Because okay, the night's yes. a little bit better than the day, anyway. We might not do that next week. Sunday,
0: what's on? Well, Sunday's pretty easy one, there's only one fixture, so we can't split that one up. Um, <laughs> yep. South Melbourne versus Hume City, uh, South Melbourne back at the lakeside, um, with their new yeah, manager yeah, yeah. Yep. coming off of that. Great win Friday night. Um, you know, very looking, looking to trend upwards. Yep. Yeah. Um, capping it off, Monday night, Branson. What have we got?
1: Monday night, we have Kingston City taking on Green Galley. Kingston Another City. Another
0: Monday night fixture at yes, Kingston City.
1: Yep, they love it. Um, Kingston City, again, they're now officially in the relegation zone. Desperate for a win, of course. Never a good place to be. Coming up against Green Gully, thumping win. Mm -hmm. Looking to sort of try to join. I mean, they're currently fifth. They obviously want to try to be pushing to try to catch, you know, the Knights, Bentley,
0: Heidelberg. Keep up with them as well.
1: Another key fixture to try to gain... You know, some goal difference to get a good result. So, mm-hmm. that'll be an interesting one as well. Crackers,
0: uh, Southern United are playing Box Hill on Saturday as well. Our girls will be uh, jumping up against Box Hill. See how that goes. Probably yep. not well if uh, form is going to yep. dictate anything. Well, but... I
1: mean, 3pm on Saturday. We'll be rooting for them. We'll be backing them. Um, hopefully they go well. Yeah. Moving on. Match of the round predictions, Will. What have you got... For this one. Stand out this out. I
0: think we'll get George onto this one. Absolutely. Um, Heidelberg versus Bentley, Saturday night. Um, mm. Mm. That's mm. just mm. going to be tasty. Absolutely
1: tasty. Yeah. Delicious. Um, Big old
0: bowl of tasty football.
1: Yeah, I reckon, I mean, that that stands out to me as the obvious match of the round, I reckon. I, I think South melbourne Hume City might be a sneaky one. I reckon mm. I'm going to keep my eye on that simply because... You know, two evenly matched sides, anything could uh, anything could happen there, but yeah, hard to go past Heidelberg, Bentley, second versus third, huge game, huge being, game.
0: Being the owner of George, yep. what do you think George is going to go with in this one? Uh, see, I don't know, I don't know. I mean,
1: George is a New Zealand giant rabbit, so he's from New Zealand, so of course he's a Wellington Phoenix fan's. Uh, they wear yellow and black Heidelberg wear uh, hey, yellow I was and black
0: so wondering where you were going with yeah. that you've pulled that one out <laughs> but, of the fire but
1: then at the same time George loves uh, green things so like celery oh, yeah. and kale yeah. froths it but he likes eating green things so maybe he Whoa, Bentley going, are gonna, maybe Bentley are going to get chewed up here
0: feel like we're going down mm. the rabbit hole with this one oh, oh, this, oh,
1: that's great rabbit puns this has been <laughs> a week for we've bloody
0: nailed it um, so that's our match of the round prediction Uh. Luke just a reminder next week we will be interviewing Liam Boland absolutely stoked to be uh, having a chat to him yep. he's in such good form it'll, um, it'll be a special episode too so released separately we're hoping to get it out before our
1: regular uh, our regular episode so just keep your eyes and your ears peeled yep. for that one a little bit earlier on in the week than normal
0: yeah ladies and gentlemen that is the end of episode nine it's been an absolute pleasure again thanks so much for you know giving us your time listening to us while you go on your runs while you're in the car driving in traffic um you know all of the things that you do while you're listening to us tweeting at us all of the things we absolutely love it um so look keep being so professional and thanks for listening to episode nine of the semi-pro potty